0: There's a nutrition professor at Syracuse University whose teaching has been called outlandish.
1: I painted things on my leg. I had black lights and strobe lights and uh, weird pictures all over the walls. It's a
2: story that could be a headline today, actually. The professor, Sarah Short, got fascinated by using multimedia in her teaching. And her university had just unveiled a state-of-the-art classroom meant to be the place to try out the latest technologies.
0: Except this was back in the 1960s long before things like TED Talks ever existed. And what she was doing was unique. In fact, she was probably one of the earliest instructional designers at a college. She got her PhD in the field decades ago. And her teaching stunts made her a celebrity. She was on Good Morning America, The Today Show, and she actually traveled all around the world talking about her work. Hello and welcome to the Chronicle of Higher Education's ReLearning Podcast. I'm Jeff Young. And I'm Goldie Blumenstick. So
2: Jeff, how did you find Sarah Short? Of course, I stumbled upon her on Twitter. Uh, Where we find all things interesting. Yeah. And Um, sometimes not, but in this case, yes. uh, The Syracuse
0: (laughs) University student newspaper did a feature about her. And this legendary professor who'd been there for, she's been there for more than 50 years. It pointed to an article from the New York Times from 1975. And part of it said, and I quote, if popping out of a cake or riding on a motorcycle will rivet her students to their seats, Dr. Short does it. And so, of course, I had to call her up. I I was so curious to hear more about this teacher. And and the first thing I asked her about was what turned out to be her most
1: famous stunt. I was teaching nutrition and the um, students weren't coming to class. I heard uh, motorcycles outside and I said, okay, I will go take lessons and get my motorcycle license and ride a motorcycle down the aisle. So what was the reaction? Oh, the students loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Did they cheer or what was, I
0: mean, what happened? Oh, yes.
1: Oh, my goodness, yes. And I did some national television, Good Morning America Today show and a few others. But the biggest thing was a writer for the New York Times came and said, we want to take a picture of you in the laboratory. And I said, that's never going to go. You come and take a picture of me on the motorcycle. So they did, and it was a half-page picture in the New York Times. My goodness, that <laughs> that got me all kinds, and Syracuse University, all kinds of publicity. So then I was invited to do national television shows, and uh, I was asked to speak in many countries, and so it was Over. different. So there was a time there where you were
0: uh, kind of a teaching celebrity.
1: <laughs> I don't know about that, but... I was here, there, and everywhere.
0: What do you think of some of these teaching
1: technologies
0: these days?
1: Well, everybody is, seems to be texting and, um, or on, um, on computers or on uh, their cell phones or whatever. I, I feel that we're losing our interaction among people. And uh, are we going to lose our voices or not be able to communicate what is going on? I'd like to have people interact with each other. And I feel that we're losing that. Um, yeah, hold, hold on one second. I'm so sorry to do this. Um, no, no, that's all right.
0: My wife is having an emergency that she needs an answer to about something, so... Um, I, I did the thing that I you just said not to do. I feel terrible actually because I just my no. phone was sitting right here and it popped up.
1: <laughs> well, that's all right. If you've got to go, we can. No, no, no. no I'm done. I just time. had to.
0: I had to text you okay. back.
1: Um, okay. But, but maybe I just made your point. Um, <laughs> well, if it's an emergency, then that's different. Uh, technology. So y-
0: the. What about things like, there are these massive open online courses or MOOCs?
1: Yeah, I okay. I like interaction. I don't like online, and I have done online, but I really think that you learn so much more by interacting with people.
0: What about a 450-person class or a 420-person 420, 420 class like you've taught? Mm. Some people would yeah. say that's distance education, isn't it?
1: Well, um, I... W- was up and down the aisles asking people what they thought about it and gave them the microphone and I tried to uh, have interactions there
0: So What did your colleagues think of, the, um, of these uh, stunts?
1: <laughs> they said do we have to put on a three ring circus to, um, to uh, teach and I said if they're learning and they're paying attention, yes
0: and So I guess what is your advice for professors today?
1: First of all, you need to absolutely know as much as you possibly can about the subject and then interact with the students. I feel there's many people that like to stand up in the front of the room and just blah, 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 um, without considering that maybe students get bored easily. I always have pictures in PowerPoint on the screen of what I'm talking about, many pictures that I've taken all over the world. And um, I then try to get interaction among the students.
0: I'm curious about how gender played a role, if any, in in this. I mean, you were in the STEM fields as a woman where that wasn't um, uh, you know it's, it's, that wasn't <laughs> no, as common. No, it
1: wasn't. my mother was a chemist, and the men threw acid at her. I was a chemist at Bristol Labs early on in my career, and the men um, sent dead rats through the mail to me. But I got back oh. at them. <laughs> How did you get back at them? <laughs> well, they came. It was times when men always wore long ties. And so I said, oh, what a lovely tie and whipped out a pair of shears from my pocket and snipped it off.
0: What has been your favorite moment in in your 50-plus years of teaching?
1: Um, students coming back and coming down the aisle and, <laughs> and hugging. <laughs> there are um, students from the past that have been um, in my class, Mm because I've taught something like 44,000 now. Wow. Uh, 44,000
0: students? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. That's almost as many as in one of these MOOCs. Yep. (laughs) Except for that you've gotten to see every one of them, I guess.
1: Yep. Well, thank you so much
0: for talking with us today. Talking with oh,
1: no, thank you. All right. So
0: first off, I just want to clarify that everything's fine. The emergency that's in the tape there, um, it was pretty pretty mundane. It was just kind of one of those domestic things of like my wife asking for something. But um, but it was very interesting, kind of proved her point a little bit about the, and a reminder of the, the distracted world we live in.
2: Yeah, gosh, she's, she was a, a hoot to listen to. I have to say, I really loved her reaction to the MOOCs because, frankly, she sounded just as disillusioned about MOOCs as a lot of people are today. Um, yeah. And also, if people are interested, that article from the New York Times, we, we have it on our website, right?
0: Yeah, we, we have a link there on our show page. And, and when she described her skeptical colleagues, you know, it also reminded me of the debates that are still raging today about you know, tech in the classroom and whether profs need to spruce up their lectures to, to keep the attention of students.
2: This has been the ReLearning Podcast. It's part of the Chronicle of Higher Education's coverage of innovation at colleges. If you like this podcast, please subscribe on iTunes or on the Google Play Music app. And take a moment to give it a rating.
0: And you can sign up for our free newsletter and read our articles at chronicle.com relearning. Today's show was edited and produced by me, Jeff Young. Our theme music was by Jason Cadell, who... I've long wanted to point out is actually the Jason Cadell from the dismemberment plan for, for you uh, music aficionados, a, a band from, from DC who
2: isn't together anymore, but I recommend the band, check it out. At this point in the podcast is where we usually say, we'll be back in two weeks with more conversations about the new learning landscape. Except in this case, Jeff, you won't be back, right?
0: Yeah, unfortunately, I am uh, moving on to new adventures, and so I am leaving the podcast, but you will be here keeping, it, keeping the flame, and I can't wait to keep listening.
2: Yeah, I'll be here, and uh, we'll, we wish you well, and we'll miss you.
0: I will miss this so much, um, and thank you, and thank you all for listening.